okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't have to say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. It was not uh, the best, but it might have been the worst. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. This is us. Well, it's the last of us, really. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Hey. I think This Is Us was a completely different movie that I don't think has plot relevance to this one. I don't know if it was a prequel. I don't think it was. What about This Was Us? Well, I think that's just the past tense of This Is Us. What if, if This Was Us, it's after The Last of Us, This Was Us, and then society's like rebuilt, and they're like, well, This Was Us, and they're telling the story. I see. I think it really just depends on the frame of reference you're really looking at this series through. This was us when we were the last of us. Yeah. And now that it's the last of us, this is us. And now it's, this is it. Us doing the last, this is it. (laughs) (laughs) This is off to a great start. So we uh, covered episodes one and two so far. um, And a lot has happened since then. So much. So, uh, episode three has come out. Episode four has come out. Episode five has come out. Um, even episode six. Even episode six. So we're gonna try. How many are they doing, by the way? I believe this is a twelve or thirteen episode. Yeah. Thing. Um. And I, you know, the the internet the last time I checked had alluded that there were quote unquote plans for, um, the second, uh, game to be adapted into another season as well. There's a pretty significant time skip involved with that, so that'll be interesting to see how they tackle that, if that is the plan. Since Joel's already, like, 50? Yeah. So, I mean, granted, they can ageify him and just, you know, throw a coat of gray paint on him, Um, and I I, I think he'd look pretty pretty weathered. He already does some of the time, but... um, So it'll definitely be interesting to see if they do kind of move forward with that um, in that second season, which, I mean, they got to be making all kinds of money off of this, so I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, I think it's more if they just have the confidence that they can tell the story the right way um, in kind of that, you know, one season or those 13 episode uh, time frames there. But I guess um, so thir- 12 or 13 episodes mm-hmm. does seem like a lot just because I feel like they did a pretty big skip here in this in episode six, mm-hmm. which I obviously we're jumping ahead a little bit since we haven't talked about any of the others quite yet. But um I mean, because after this, I mean, it's winter, you know, Joel's healing while Ellie's doing stuff. Now, granted, they have artistic liberties to take, as any show does, sure. adapting it from whatever you may be adapting it from. Um, but I, in, in my memory, right, he, you know, kind of wakes up, where's Ellie, you know, even though he's got a hole in him, he <laughs> goes and, you know, kills a bunch of people, finds Ellie, and all's good figures everything out and then after that we have don't we have a little time jump and then we're in they go to utah right was it utah That's, that sounds right yeah somewhere out west pretty sure it's salt lake city right something like that anyway hospital fireflies yeah bad stuff kill everyone in a hospital and yeah so Spoilers. not like a ton of stuff left not a lot of meat left on the bone right obviously they can extend whatever they want to but well and i i think if we you know using that that frame of reference there i think we can come right back to episode three um and and the way that we have taken so far these moments to really focus on some of the like side events and side characters from the video game and just greatly expanded on it you know so coming into episode three this was you know 95 percent um bill and frank yeah. Um. From from the the game, you know, in in the video game, uh, you know, Bill was this very, you know, I want to be isolated. I don't really care for people too much. You know, Frank was kind of his bro. Um. You know, but they would argue and stuff. You know, they they still had their differences. His um, bro is an interesting way of putting it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. You know, but uh, you know, when when we're in the video game, we're going through. You know, Bill's like, all right, fuck it, I'll help you out. You know, you, you kind of travel through the city a little bit, 
and uh, you know, pretty much right at the the conclusion of that interaction is when they come into the house, and that's where we find uh, Frank had hung himself. He'd gotten bit and infected. Decided this was a better way to go about it. You know, killing himself rather than becoming infected and being another one of those things out there. And I think a little bit of the making Bill potentially have to kill him. Um, I, I I think you know, a little bit of that was saving him. We still get that note um, that he leaves behind uh, for Bill um, to you know kind of say that I never really liked you, and it's kind of like this you know your shitty friend where he's like I don't want to admit you know we had there something, was something here. Yeah, they're yeah. like we had something good. Like there was a relationship. We were kind of all we had. You know, even though it wasn't quite the may not have been like the romantic relationship that they hugely expand on in the TV show, but at least in the game. I think that's kind of why they went with that direction is because you can kind of infer it's like there was something there, even though both of them were probably these very uh, rigid, not very emotional people, um, that there was still that relationship there. And I think, you know, some people probably unhappy with the direction they went with the TV show, but I think it was pretty incredible, personally. Well, yeah, so I guess my thought was uh, the, the way he was portrayed in the game, I... I mean, you, you, you figure out that, you know, Bill and Frank are likely gay, but because of the whole magazine thing, yeah. which they do that scene, you know, verbatim, which was pretty cool. Uh, but I guess the way Frank seemed in the show or game, excuse me, uh, was like the whole Hawaiian shirt thing. Yeah. And like the fuck you. I never liked you anyway. I guess I just saw Frank as not so much this uh, like you know let's fix up this little town and yeah. you know make it like it was before a and little like, bit of a dilf kind of bill <laughs> yeah uh, like bill you're you're weird like why do you think the government's nazis the government are nazis well not before that whole deal i guess i just saw nick or i have nick offerman wrote down on my paper and i <laughs> saw it and then that came out of my mouth frank i guess i saw frank as kind of this bill equal in just the way they were and you know however they're relationship was, was yeah the but way it was very I, uniform in that like personality wise like i they guess were on i the saw same two page. alphas there yeah sort of you know uh, uh both that rugged rough kind of lifestyle but apparently frank was just kind of the girl of the relationship right <laughs> i mean anyway but uh oh and the way yeah the, so the tv show the way it was portrayed i mean look i, I think it was just you know i mean we wouldn't be thinking twice about it if it was you know joel falling in love with tess if they had an origin episode with them i mean you know so and granted you can argue all day every day that he wasn't already kind of in love with her and right that was the last thing he'd been holding on to so my thing is just like i obviously in these types of shows i'm always like down for like let's do more zombie killing sure like let's do more action but i mean you know this was not the bad episode like it was fine sure uh, and you get the Joel uh, and Tess integrated in there, that whole deal. How they would even meet, which was kind of funny. Well, I talked to a nice lady on the radio. Today. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Okay. Um, no, I I, I kind of like this. I and maybe it's more of a you know I, I play a lot of those uh, you know like RPGs where you have a bunch of side quests and you could play a game a hundred times and find a random side quest that's like oh wow like there's actually an incredible story here that I never got to see or experience. Um, and that's why I feel like this episode really was. It was like the side quest that, you know, we somehow didn't get to play in the game, you know, where we get to see um, just this relationship they have and, and, and all that backstory. Um, and, you know, I, uh, I'm pretty fine, I think, with, uh, I guess, we having this one-off episode of just extreme, almost irrelevant character development, you know, where, where we're yeah, just focusing both on the two dead, of them. Like, neither of them are there yeah. moving forward, yeah. Um, but I, I think it still has an impact on showing um, the, the, the kind of progression through time. You know, everyone had been evacuated out of that town already. Um, he's setting up the, the, the fences, the barriers and everything. He's ready to live his life out. And he had done that for a handful of years. I'm going to be blanking on the time skips they do. Um, but he went a few years completely by himself, um, you know, just fine and dandy. Um, and I, I think it was kind of interesting to see, I guess, how uh he was able to do that it's like obviously nobody was coming through that town you know no one bothered to come back and say hey like civilization civilization's fine yeah you know you can kind of assume the world's gone to shit and i'm sure he had his radio equipment he's out there listening watching the the world be destroyed in real time 
Right. Um, but just even once, um, you know, they get together, they're both living together. We kind of see, uh, I guess, just that progression over time with, like, Joel and Tess's relationship. Joel and Tess seem like much nicer and better people early on. Mm-hmm. Um and very stark con- contrast from, you know, what we kind of know Joel and Tess to be, you know, towards the end. They seemed a lot more of a, we're just trying to do some good, get some help, do some trading, like, get 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 things taken care of. And that was, like, uh, like I guess, like I said, just very stark contrast from, you know, what we had seen by the start of the show. Where it's like, we, we have killed people, we deal drugs, like, we just deal in, like, rations and stuff. Like, we are just trying to survive. Um and I just think that works very well in contrast to Bill and Frank mostly living in very self-sufficient peace um, by themselves and uh, Joel and Tess probably having to rely on other people um, and them being in a much shittier position. Um, I just think that's a really interesting contrast to have between the two of them, too. Yeah, and the, the yeah, so the, Bill and Frank definitely had the... I wouldn't say the... Well, for Frank, it was the fucking crazy easiest track right because he just kind of like stumbled into all this and then he's like hey fucking life's sweet huh uh but the whole like i how i guess it's representative and showing you like how i guess if there is an apocalypse like this is all just fucked like the government's probably gonna mishandle all of this completely and i mean yeah so tess and joel yeah, like you said, like dealing drugs in the end. It's like, yeah, okay, so this this shit doesn't work like anywhere. <laughs> and uh, you know, meanwhile, Frank and uh, Bill, Bill, wow, <laughs> for whatever reason, it was like Will, Will, Will. It's like it's not Will. Jesus Christ, I just said his goddamn name, William. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, their only hardship really was that one night of attacks. Yeah. And really, Bill's fine. If Frank doesn't come out there that night, like he's like stops paying attention, then all of a sudden he's shot. Yeah, uh, to me it was like Frank, go the fuck back inside. Like he's he plan he literally this is what he's been planning for yeah. the whole time. Like go the fuck away right now. Yeah, but it's it's kind of that helplessness on on Frank's side too. You know, it's like I am not useful in this type of situation. Like this is the worst type of event <laughs> that could be happening to us right now. And, like, my game plan is, like, I guess I'll wait and try and see if, well, if, if Bill can handle it. He ran outside. It was, like, I don't know. That was just the funniest thing to me. Of like, uh, you know, I can't do anything in the help in this situation. So I'll run outside and scream and say, come back inside. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing, not, dude? It's not the long con. But I, I, I think, you know, maybe a little bit on Bill's side, he should have prepared. Right, you know, like, hey, like, let's, let's do some target practice. Like, you're going to learn how to shoot a <laughs> rifle. Like, I need you to... Yeah to be ready and and maybe be prepared for that kind of stress because obviously they have to have been in such a cushy life throughout all of this that he couldn't handle that stress he didn't know what to do he wasn't prepared for this situation yeah Um, but obviously bill was so yeah i don't know just like the probably a bit of a complacency after a while when nothing happens with bill where he just goes like yeah yeah there's no one there's happens. no one out there. We are the only people in the world. I'm, I'm sure they felt a little bit isolated outside of the folks, you know, whoever Frank was reaching out to on the radio outside of Joel and Tess. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think I have any other thoughts on the episode. We can do four? Yep. We're going to move up to four? Moving on to four. What did I write down about four? I mean, what do you have to say about four? I'm trying to remember what happened exactly in four. We have, oh, this is the town, right? Getting into that town. Yep. So this is where they were doing their bit of traveling. Um, Oh, so this was my note there because I was like, I just kind of had like a brief synopsis of what happened in the show. And then my thoughts from like how far I was in the game. Now I have finished the game, but it was like, I wonder if this father daughter relationship gets further. It's like, it seems like the beginning of, that getting better was just kind of what I wrote down, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, but I think we have our first cliffhanger of the of the series there at the end of that episode. Yeah, with the you know being stuck up. I didn't know who those people were <laughs> either at the end of that episode. Oh, because you just hadn't that, made it that far. In the it game wasn't yet. that far just yet. Yeah. So I was trying to currently fight my way out of that town <laughs> um, at that point, but yeah. No, it's uh, it's kind of interesting, like rolling into to episode five here. Um, just that we 
uh, I guess, created that uh, antagonist group, you know, with the I'm, I'm blanking on what they were calling themselves. But um, yeah, yeah, me, like the me too. Kansas City Liberty or something. I don't know. They, they, they had some fancy name. Um, it was Kansas City people. Yeah. But it was For just lack of a better word. Let's call them the Chiefs because <laughs> the football team, you know. Sure. So, uh, you know, Joel and Ellie, they roll up on the Chiefs. Um, we, I guess, get a little bit closer of that, like a, uh, wow, Joel's a fuckbag because, you know, he is able to immediately identify that, like, <laughs> fake, you know, call for help that you used to ambush people. Yeah. Um, and I like that, uh, Ellie was still the, uh, naive innocent of like, are we going to help him? You're just going to hit that guy. Yeah. He's yeah. like, fuck this guy. I don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was like kind of a fun intro scene. And I like, uh, I guess kind of the aftermath of that first interaction of like, uh, you know, Joel's, Joel's fending off those group of people. He's getting Ellie to hide in the wall. Um, and, uh, it was like that, that kid, I think is what he called him. Like, you know, that teenager, that young guy who came in. Um, and they're, you know, kind of just brawling together. And then Ellie's the one who's got to, to come in. And, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I feel like just the aftermath of that works very well with the story, but you know, in, in that, in that interaction, you know, he's, uh, I, I forget, uh, he just got shot, right? Ellie or, shot him. Oh, shot the kid that was trying to hurt Joel. Yeah. 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 So she shot him, but he, you know, he didn't die. He was just like kind of bleeding out yeah, and crying a little bit and everything. Like, and yeah. it was, it, yeah, it was, it was, I have to finish the job. And, um, I think that was just, uh, a, kind of an interesting scene that they come back and Joel kind of reflects on a little bit as far as a, I shouldn't have had to make you do that. You know, when he's talking to Tommy later on, he's like, I, I shouldn't have had to make her do that. Like I should have hurt him, but like, I'm going deaf. I'm getting old. I'm struggling. Like that fear kind of starting to take place. They went a weird way with, uh, not a weird way, a different way than what they do in the game, right? Because Joel yeah. never shows like any weakness, yeah, at all in the game, and here they go like, oh, I'm getting old. This like this is hard. Yeah, I would have destroyed that kid a couple years ago. Would so? Do you like that direction? Why do you think they went that direction? Uh, overall, I, I kind of like that we're going with this. You know, when you're playing the game, uh, I feel like you are intended to personify those feelings, have those thoughts, rather than them being directly, uh, like, illustrated by your character. You know, so in, like, those instances, like, uh, and I, I feel like kind of in that, like, that middle section there where it's like you're really starting to feel that relationship kind of building for Ellie. It's like, I'm the one who gave a shit about Ellie. You know, the Joel, Joel's expressing his feelings somewhat in the game a little bit there, but it's like, I'm the one who cared. Like, I'm the one who's like, oh, my God, like, Ellie had to shoot somebody. Like, she's just a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like I, because I'm the player character, you know, I'm controlling. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I feel a lot of those feelings for Joel, and I, I think that's probably why they want to express that more clearly in the TV show, because we're more an audience rather than, um, I guess, the, the conduit for all those feelings and emotions and those actions. Hmm. Um, so I, I do like that we are moving in that direction where Joel is more expressive, um, with a lot of those feelings. That's interesting. I guess the way I thought of it when I was playing through was that, um, I, I guess I didn't think of it of like, Oh, Oh, why does Joel want to separate from Ellie so bad? I just observed like the him just like, this is a job, get her away from me. I guess the way I saw it was he's already felt all the loss from like his own daughter and then Tess. And so he's just kind of like, just this girl to wherever the fuck she needs to be and then get her away from me. I don't want to care for anyone, Mm -hmm. I guess is the way I saw it. But I, the old, the con getting conscious about your age and, uh, not being able to have the same abilities that he did anymore. Yeah. Is, uh, was just a new thought. I guess I just didn't think of it that way when I played it. So, but that's right. I mean, it's just, it's just kind of that different, uh, perspective that comes through. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought they did a really good job with kind of, uh, moving forward with that um mindset um moving past kind of once we have uh that uh incident like that garage whatever um where they kill that kid um uh and fuck that kid yeah fuck that kid <laughs> uh in reference to our uh halloween, halloween ends ends, episode. yeah uh fuck that kid yeah um but yeah so we move forward uh we're, we're pretty much just planning uh, our, our escape route because obviously there's some type of force that is occupying this place and uh, we do not know what to do. Um, we uh, go through one of the buildings, you know, we break and start spreading glass around, setting down our foundation because we're, we're scared of shit. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen and uh, someone's going to sneak up on us. I think uh, giving Ellie a little bit of that uh, 
preparation mindset is good here. And if I'm remembering right, um, they, they go and, you know, lay down in their cots or whatever. They're getting ready for bed, and that's when Ellie reads the joke, joke book, book again. Yeah. And uh, they just start snickering at each other, uh, which made my heart very full of, of happiness. Um, just to see that he has a little bit of that breaking of like, like oh he feels something yeah yeah he um, can still feel I, I I felt like even though that's like a small act maybe in the moment um just the the implication of it is really big and uh, I, I I felt that a lot I was like ah Joel you care like there's something there you it's okay to feel it a little bit yeah and uh, I I think maybe that's maybe the start of where we get to see that unraveling a bit and we get to see him more expressive about uh some of those feelings both in his actions the way he talks all that yeah what you said earlier i know it's not really on topic of what you said but i just the the whole thing because now i mean sort of on topic because then that episode five was kind of us at least the first bit of episode five was us observing how sam and um i don't remember the other name at this moment sam and yeah okay so sam and buddy i don't remember (laughs) Did I maybe write that down? No. Okay. I did not write that down. But that first bit of that episode is is seeing how they got to where they where they were. Henry. Henry. There we go. Sorry. 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 I, I feel bad. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they'll probably be offended, right? Because they're fictional characters. Right. So. Sorry, Henry. Um, seeing how they got to that point of like that. I mean, just that was like maybe a third of an episode right there so as far as the time filling yeah that we were talking about i feel stupid and i just remembered that uh the preview for the next episode is like how ellie got bit in the first place Mm -hmm. which i am like super interested in seeing you know because she just kind of like vaguely tells this story yeah you know she never really you didn't play the uh, depth about it the dlc mission (laughs) Uh, no, see, here's the thing with me is uh, I bought a PS4 for like a hundred bucks. Sure. Because somebody was just like, I don't want this. I'm like, cool. I wanted to play Spider-Man. And then all of a sudden I have this PS4 and I don't do any online stuff because I'm like, I'm not going to pay for another online thing. I pay for the Xbox Live and I'm thinking about just not paying for Xbox Live anymore too. Sure. So there's that. Not that anyone gives a fuck about that. Um but there was a downloadable thing Free. where you do the it's it's rolled in oh it's already in it, the game yeah, it huh was, it was already in there yeah and okay. that actually goes so that I'm, was that shit that i was seeing on the page like before i played the game that like i was like what the hell is that i was like is that some probably sort yeah of- there's there is like an online multiplayer thing that uh was actually kind of fun and that they were supposed to do for the second game too but they're gonna make that a standalone i think um, all, but then there all, was yeah. like ellie's basically like origin story um but yeah, I mean, you'll 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 probably get that um, in a pretty, I'd say, well informed chunk in in the episode there. So that'll be. I fine. might have to pop it in and just yeah play through it real quick. Um, it's it's not that long. Just um, let's just pause it. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not that long. But it does go into basically that interaction. It goes into uh like kind of her friendship relationship with uh Riley. If I'm remembering right. Yeah. Um, and I, I sounds I, right. It's very good. Um, okay. it, it's very good and, and, and gives that context. Um, but I, I think the TV show is going to cover that quite a bit. But Sam and Henry. Yeah. So we see how they get to where they were. And then the rest of that episode is they've kind of got this shit. Which one's the older one? What? Henry's the older one. Yes. Yeah. Cause Sam's the deaf kid. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. It's just, you know, couldn't remember the names in the first place. So, <laughs> you know, differentiating is another story. So anyway, they're, their whole like Henry's whole plan is let's sneak through this place that uh you know we haven't like we don't know what the fuck's down there yeah there's probably maybe safe tunnel that one guy told me that one time that shouldn't have any zambambas in it yeah uh so that's interesting to me yeah um and we kind of see what we saw in the game no that that one part where there's the little kids area and everything everybody was obviously sleeping down there um so I do like the way they're going with uh, – they're showing us things we've seen, but you're not going to get hung up on everything. Yeah. You know. It's a little bit of a reimagining, but I feel like – especially I, I really do value that, like, some of the, like, notes, I guess, matter, you know. 
a lot a lot of information that we got was from the you know eight billion and a half nodes that are kind of spread throughout the game for some of those like little bits of context right um and i i feel like just the you know the scene we get once we go through the tunnel and seeing that children's area um i just feel like it was a nice representation of that you know we still see it going through the game no matter what and there's a drawing um, on the wall yeah. what was that character that was writing about being down there like first there was yeah. a note on the boat and then like yeah so it's like yeah. you know in the game you kind of follow that whole uh you know story i guess that sequence through yeah um and yeah it's just just really interesting to see the the way they kind of handle some of that like side story or you know the the stories of old kind yeah. of thing there um but very cool it's not a main part in the in the show it's yeah, just kind of like you're driving by and you're like hey and there's the eiffel tower that's right? exactly yeah. what it is and yeah. it, i think just those small references are uh are very worthwhile i think it's enough because yeah. i mean and like that that's the other thing is like if we had done like a whole episode like we did for bill and frank of you know their life down there that would have been too much you know what i you mean you think so <laughs> a little bit okay all right or maybe if it was like a half episode kind of deal. I don't know. I don't know if I could watch just like a daycare get bump. eight is is my well, biggest okay. thing. <laughs> yeah, fine. All right. You I know see, what I'm saying? I see your point, I guess. <laughs> I guess I just like that. Maybe that oh shit moment, though. Yeah. You know, like one day, you know, somebody's just like acting weird. And they're like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. And then, yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, because that's how it always starts with those fucking yeah. with any of these zombie stories. Like, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good. So, like, okay, you're really so, sweaty today. It's like, no, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> so, running with that thought, okay, here's how they frame it. Okay, we we uh, get the plan to go down to the tunnels, and as soon as they like open the door, it's a transition to the back then of them opening a door, and then we jump right into their life and everything. Things are cool or whatever, and then all of a sudden, you know, we like hear chaos from outside of that main door, um, and all that crazy stuff there. And then, you know, there's the, you know, the, the screaming, all the kids are crying and stuff there. And it's like the, the adult on duty. He's in there. He's like, all right, I got to open the store because I got to either save these kids or I got to, you know, yeah. we got to come whatever. And then that door opens and then that's Joel and all them entering in. And we just see that aftermath. Mm. That'd be kind of an interesting transition if they would maybe be able to kind of fit that in just so it's a small gap of that backstory. Yeah. But not like a whole episode dedicated. Or, Something like that might be neat. But yeah. Maybe you just have, like, the five minutes devoted to, like, and this is how things were. This is how this came to be. And then all of a sudden there's that one weird guy that's like, I'm going to stay in bed today. I don't feel good. It's like, you're really sweaty. And it's like, no, no, I'm good. And then, yeah, it's just like you said, that that's a perfect transition into that. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun. Uh, I mean, I the only other thing I had was just kind of like that sniper scene, seeing that come to life yeah it was cool i can say as someone that's terrible at video games that <laughs> sniper in the game was not a bad shot as joel <laughs> said in the show but <laughs> dip dodge duck dive and dodge uh yeah no it's all right um i i do uh feel a certain way about you know they they once they're coming up out of the tunnels or whatever that's that's where it's like that dude in the the house sniping on them um you know and and, and joel's running up trying to get behind them um to take them out he he runs up on this old man, and uh, you know he he one hundred percent has the drop on him. Mm -hmm. Like he the, the old man is going to die, one hundred percent. And Joel's just like, please, yeah, don't, don't just just do just yeah. do this. Like wait an hour, and like it's fine. And like that guy just couldn't do it. And and I I, I interpret it uh, in the normal way of just a like him as his duty to his people kind of thing. He has to try and do something. He can't just let people go because he killed Joel killed you know, they're people. Yeah. So I understand like that retaliation, um, but also a little bit of the pained expression in an old man's eyes of I'm too old for this shit. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Um, I felt that a little bit in that scene too. Um, Cause obviously it's not like he was hauling ass to get his gun up. I think it was just, if I move this, he's going to shoot me. I can be done. Yeah. Um, and it, I, I think it could have been a little bit of both in that instance. Um, but I, I just thought that interaction right there was really interesting and uh, thought provoking. Yeah. Because I like to read in too much sometimes. Hey, that's what this whole fucking podcast is based on. Yeah. It's like just looking at shit too closely and going, what's that? Yeah. I think what was cool was uh, like just the, I mean, if the dick in me comes out where it's like, you know, there's the whole scene. The scene itself when all the zombies come out of the ground is just Incredible. fucking awesome. Yeah. 
what like watching the little thing afterward about how they shot that like how they just shot everybody moving pretty much normal speed and then they just sped it up yeah it was cool seeing uh bloater yeah you know brought to life was sweet as fuck and then like literally when dude gets like ripped apart it's like every time you get caught by a bloater in the yeah. game and you he get just, ripped apart just that shh, yeah oh, oh man it was so cool i i was so happy to see that and really yeah that that whole uh like i guess uh scene in general of like them all flowing out um and and then just the the big ass bloater just this big you know big ass dude just rolling up on it he just looks so incredible and imposing um, one of the things I think I read about uh, is that, like, that suit alone is, like, $100,000 worth of work or something. Oh, so, I mean, they threw a lot of money at it, Yeah. Uh, which is understandable. And I'm, I'm hoping because of that, that, like, that costume or, like, that, you know, they're going to use the bloater again. Because it's, it's such, nope. <laughs> it's, 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 it's such uh, an incredible sight to see it. And uh, I, I, I think they couldn't have done a better decision to have that death animation. Yes with um perry i think was his name he was that yeah, yeah like yeah. right hand man of uh sounds uh, right Catherine. yeah um i thought that was so cool part of me also if you know if i can be a dick a little bit um the amount of people they had there with fully automatic weapons um should have been a little easier to i feel like they could have yeah. mowed down them a little bit um you know it's funny i didn't even get to the part where i was a dick yeah i just i got i got on the scene Oh, yeah, go be a dick about it. No, let's do it. <laughs> I was talking about the bloater, and I completely forgot I preempted that with I'm going to be a dick. <laughs> Ellie's, like, you know, weaving her way through, the, through everything, mm-hmm. and Joel's just firing shots, like, I mean, right next to her. Yeah. I mean, just, like, over her shoulder and shit. It was just, just see, I mean, I guess at in, in that point, you're like, okay, well, we got to take risks here. Yeah. But, man, it was just, he was a little too good of a shot. Yeah. In well, that especially to me, and given in reference to how he talks about his degrading age. And now he's not as good of a shot. Now, granted once we're in uh, episode six, when he's trying to teach her like how to use the scope and everything, fantastic, shot. fantastic yeah. shot. So like, I still think like that is kind of interesting, but I mean, uh, having not spent much time with scopes, maybe the way that you can do the calibration for it. Um, even if your eyesight's not the best, you know, maybe you can still get that focus in that clarity in, um, but with him not having shot that gun before, not knowing yeah, just what, how you have to lead, plug like, and play all of a sudden, um, yeah, the, yeah. I guess I'm I'm with you on that. It's like that seemed a little odd in reference to how uh, aged and you know his degradation of senses is supposed to be. But I guess just when I think about the fact that you know he is he was a contractor. Now, granted, I know the apocalypse has go- been going on for twenty years at this point. Sure. So you know, in that twenty year jump, I'm sure there's a point where he can you know learn how to use guns very well sure it just yeah well we also can't uh you know get away from the fact that like you know him and tommy you know hunted or anything or you know that like they were familiar with weapons already i mean tommy had been in the army um you know so maybe some part of that was like hey oh yeah like me and joel like go shooting sometimes you know go to the range so potentially like that's just been instilled practice in him even prior to the apocalypse i don't really remember if they ever touched on that at all um but I, I i would say it's likely that joel probably had like prior experience with firearms in some way probably um yeah and then i mean that's pretty much all five yeah yep uh six. Oh, i'm sorry oh yeah just still to harp on episode five um mm-hmm. that uh uh like clicker girl <laughs> like the little yeah. one um, so th- I, I think she's like a contortionist or something. I remember reading that in one of the articles there. Okay. Um, which makes sense given the way she just like when she uh, when Ellie crawls in through the car to kind of get away from everything. She crawls up through the front seat, um, and then our contortionist clicker girl. She does like this, like just the most disgusting like backflip, back roll kind of thing into the car, and uh, I like I scrunched up in my chair, like I yeah. I, I cringe so hard because it just was so uncomfortable and <laughs> that girl did such a great job of making me scared as shit of her. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that she was the one who then got to finish off, uh, Catherine. I'm, I'm hoping I remember it's Catherine or Kathleen. I can't remember. I, bl- this exact I, moment. I remember right. That was definitely it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I think I wrote her name down. Yeah, Kathleen. Kathleen. Okay. I'm sorry. I called her Catherine earlier, but yeah, Catherine, uh, Catherine's 
Karens, Kathleen's, they're all the same, right? Right. Just about. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like that that girl got to, to finish her off. And, and it, uh, in this instance, I didn't enjoy quite the expansion of the side character, side story, whatever, in general. Because, like, it harped on kind of the, uh, like, re- I guess, recent post-apocalypse stuff of like oh like we're ratting on our neighbors we're a little bit like nazi germany with the gestapo you know where we're basically ratting out our people to get what we want even if it's not accurate information um i felt that kind of vibes throughout like the chiefs (laughs) if we're still gonna call them that the chiefs um uh i guess wait like rise to power and like their interactions with each other's um but I, i just i didn't care as much i guess no, I did find myself going like, I don't really care about you people. Can we go back to Joel and Ellie? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I will say one of the fun things with that is I think the voice actor for Tommy in the video game is Perry. Oh, okay. um, so I, I, I and they'll do that with a couple of the other voice actors from the game where they have other random weird parts in it, which I think is neat. Um, but I think I am remembering that right, that um, Tommy's voice actor from the game is Perry. Okay. Um, and I, I think good way, to, I guess, to utilize uh, him and like he can still be in the the show and the story um, in some way. I mean, that's one way to do it is to expand on something that doesn't fully exist in the game. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was cool um, that they are bothering to uh, let those voice actors be in the show. Yeah. I was talking to Charles a little, uh, this week and he was, he, he had a lot of little nuggets for me that I'd forget at this moment. Sure. Uh, and I was like, I don't know who any of the people are that are in, you know, I don't know what the people look like. So oh, okay. the fact that they're in the in the show is pretty cool. Uh, it's just I was too lazy to yeah. <laughs> follow up on that information. No, but I, I, I think like just to, I guess, go slightly ahead like in episode seven, that's when we're, we're going to be coming up on that uh, like cannibal community a little bit, I think. Okay. Um, uh, Troy Baker, I think, is supposed to be. Well, is are they going to come up on it, or do you think this whole episode is going to be pretty much like the Ellie stuff? Oh, no, that's fair. We, we probably are going to get through the Ellie stuff, and then the episode after that is probably going to touch on the cannibal stuff. We might like be introduced to him um, at some point throughout that episode, but you're right. We're probably going to do the Ellie focus on trying to take care of Joel, survive a little bit, um, and then get to the cannibal stuff, maybe. I don't know. I hope they. I hope there's an entire episode just of, like, I mean, next episode, we'll see what happens, obviously. But I hope there is an entire episode of, like, Ellie's alone, holding down the fort, getting bringing stuff to Joel, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously, everything. That's the thing with, like, redoing the games is, like, what they got. Oh, well, they didn't fight nine waves of zombies going through that town. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, like, obviously, it's not going to all be the same. But I do want, like, a Ellie holding down the fort, hunt, hunting, whatever, gets captured. Yeah. Joel kind of like doing that coming to thing, you know, comes and get like I I want some sort of recreation of the restaurant on fire. Yeah, that absolutely the, has to happen because that town. that was such uh as a gameplay experience such an incredible scene. Yes, um and I I just with the amount of budget budget that they're gonna be able to throw at this. If they threw a hundred thousand dollars at a bloater. Good yeah. God, they better have they better set weapon. a fucking restaurant on fire. And if it's not actually on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I am unsubscribing from HBO Max. No, no. They need to have lung damage or I'm <laughs> not watching the rest of it. Uh, but no, you're right. They, that's probably the approach that they'll do. And then we'll, we'll kind of come up on them a little bit later. But I think Troy Baker is supposed to be part of that group of people. Um, so he was the voice actor for Joel in the game. Okay. Um, so it'll be interesting to see him. He doesn't look very much like Joel. Um, so, yeah. it, you know, it makes sense that they'll just throw him in as a random guy. Um, I think I said this last time, but I do... Like I like Pedro Pascal and I think he does a great job. Oh yeah, uh, but I, I do wish they had. I wish they hit that one a little more on the head with the Joel character. Now, I mean, for someone who hadn't played, then you don't really have any gripes about it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe if you have played too, maybe you just have don't have any issue. I just, I felt like he needed to sound more Texas Southern, Southern drawl kind of deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I mean, he definitely does a good job looking the part as well. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. That was just, yeah, that, yeah. that's all. And I and I think it's it it really just speaks to how well of a job that Troy Baker is as a voice actor. Um, lots lots and lots of games I've played, 
um, throughout a bunch of different genres, um, has had Troy Baker in it. And I I very much love hearing him talk and say things. And I think he's able to, like, personify um, a lot of these different types of characters very well. Um, you know, because they're not all, like, just these, like, you know, I don't talk much, you know, low, uh, uh, you know, southern gruff to it kind of thing. Yeah. Like, he, he does do some, like, Minimal. much more expressive <laughs> characters as well as kind of like these, you know, very minimalistic, I guess, characters. Not a bunch of minimal dialogue. Right. Kind of deal. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think it just speaks to us having, I guess, that uh, that thought about it is that Troy Banker's just ridiculously talented, and it's a, it's a hard shoe to fill. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think Pedro Pascal is, is – I'm, I'm, I'm very warmed up to him at this point, and I'm, I'm excited to see him run through the rest of this. But I do uh, see where you're coming from, that if we could – juxtapose Troy Baker's voice onto Pedro Pascal for this show yeah. that uh, I'd probably like it just a little bit better. Yeah. So what do you got on episode six then? Uh, episode six was a lot of fun. So uh, we we open up to uh, that uh, old couple in the, their cabin, I think is like our first scene in that, right? Yeah. Um, I love the two of them. Me and Lindsay have been watching this show together. Um, and like, we just were laughing. Like every time they said something, I just like, I wanted us to hang out with them that whole episode because just their interactions back and forth, the way they talked to, to Joel and Ellie. Um, like I was just laughing the whole time and I just loved seeing something that was small and lighthearted in, uh, comparison, I guess, to a little bit more of the big dramatic stuff that everything else has been. They're kind of untainted. Yeah. Because they've, they've just always been there like, oh, well, this is just Yeah, they, they, they have here. no fences. You yeah. know what? They have no real protection or anything. They're just an old couple out in the woods, and they're just uh, – they, they, they've been isolated the whole time. They never talked to anybody before. They haven't experienced the apocalypse yet, grand scheme of things. Yeah. Um, I just thought that little slice of, you know, isolation um, – uh, that probably gets Joel's head turned a little bit because I think that this is the episode two where he mentions like after this is all over like I want that farm with the sheep and everything I think it's still this episode so yeah. I think seeing that these two can live in isolation no fence anything like that gets a little bit of that gear turning in his head of like like this was a moment of like I wasn't worried mm-hmm. Um. yeah and then that's when it all hits him when he walks out of the cabin and he's like oh god yeah you know, he gets that little panic attack. And and they, they go in and talk about it after uh, the episode, Neil Druckmann and um, some of the other folks, um, about, like, you know, we, we wanted to create that uh, that fear and that, like, it has a physical effect on him that, like, now that he's starting to be worried about the future, worried about protecting Ellie, um, you know, his, his age catching up to him, all those things, um, is that it's having, like, a physical, real effect on him. Um, and I, I like the way that they went with that approach because, again, I can feel all the things as the player character, you know, telling Joel what to do. Um, but when I'm just the audience, I, I think having kind of that uh, visual, physical response um, to, to some of the things that you had as the player character um, adds a lot of value to it. Yeah. So um, after we go through that scene, he has his mild panic attack. Um, we're jaunting through, uh, the, the, the valley, the woods, whatever you want to call it. Um, they get surrounded by, uh, the horsemen of the apocalypse, yes. otherwise known as, uh, just some white people. <laughs> um, they get mildly captured. Joel has, well, I guess in that scene where they're, uh, getting, uh, surrounded, Joel has yet another mild panic attack here yeah. of, uh, oh, it's a dog that sniffs out infected yeah, and yeah. Ellie's been bit. And uh, he, he goes on to tell Tommy about this later, but you know it's it's the freeze. He knows he's like I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't move, I couldn't right. do anything to well, try what, and. What could anyone do? Like even the baddest of motherfuckers, what are you gonna do in that situation? Like literally everyone around you, yeah, has a gun on you. It's like what are you gonna do? But I I, I think it's even just see like I couldn't I couldn't stand in front of her. Like I couldn't go first. You know what I mean? Like he couldn't he couldn't even put himself in between Ellie and the harm's way. Right. And I think that's what upset him. You know, when he, uh, if we jump all the way to the beginning of the game, you know, when he's with Sarah, uh, he's holding her. You know, he's, he's playing with the, the military guys, like, please. Yeah. Um, And then as soon as the dude raises the gun, he turns. Yeah. He's protecting Sarah. It's, it's going to hit him first Um, is, is what he's hoping for. He was able to, he was still frozen. He couldn't protect her. He couldn't save her. But he still had that reaction yeah. Um, to, to try and protect Sarah. 
Um, and in this instance, he wasn't even able to do that much. He couldn't. He couldn't turn and and take the bullet first. He the uh, you know Ellie was just off to the side, and he he couldn't bring himself to step in front of it. Um, and I feel like that's significant, and probably why we get a much more emotional conversation between him and Tommy about it um, later on. But I, I did feel like that was significant that interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess so. I think the only thing they really left out of this episode that would have been in the game was the uh, attack on the compound, right? Um, would you have wanted to see that? Or you just kind of like, I mean, let's just let's just continue. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it felt like this was kind of just a like a plot episode for the most part. We're just trying to get the story moving forward. Um, yeah. so I felt like it was fine to carry on with more of like the character side rather than any of like the uh. Uh, action side sometimes you need those and i i think budget wise you know they don't want to uh do a whole bunch of stuff uh it's it's a lot easier i think to harp on the the character development um and kind of gloss over you know maybe some of those other like action oriented events yeah like at the university it's just kind of like i mean obviously yeah they're not gonna explore the entire university i guess it was just like two hours yeah i guess it was just funny to me that like all that the you know crew ended up being was like just these four dudes and they're like oh watch out oh no yeah and, then, <laughs> and even if they would have set that up as the implication of like they were just a squad you know they had the radio it's like hey hey like we're checking out this building and we know that there's like 40 other people nearby yeah you know if that expands the scope that like oh like we have to get out of here because there's all these people here but yeah it's just like four bumfucks who uh are just like, oh, we're going to cruise through this building with our two-by-fours. and Yeah. One yeah. guy gets lucky and throws something in Joel. Yeah. He's like, oh. Which, did you kind of, like, what, did part of you kind of want to see the falling on, like, the piece of rebar type deal there? Yeah. Like I, it would have been tough. It would have been really tough to do that. And I think also it would have been really tough um, from just a, uh, like, getting Ellie to pick him up off the rebar kind of thing. True. You know what I mean? Because because uh, if if I remember right from the game, it was all the way through. Oh yeah. So uh, I guess from a believable standpoint too, like just yeah. getting s- stabbed makes more sense than yeah having something go all the way through you. Because I'm I'm sure somebody made that call and it's like, what's what's the actual survivability of this? Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh yeah, no, he's not he's not getting up. But also just Ellie probably not being able to get him off. You know. Yeah. Joel's heavy. Ellie is a small baby child. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think even with Joel having some strength and adrenaline running through him, that they would have been able to unstuck him. Yeah. Uh, in any way from that, so um, I, I I respect and understand that they went a little yes. bit of a different yes. direction. Um, and I, I think it it has uh you know I think it's like a common trope to like the you have your conflict everything seems fine and then it's like the pan down to wound kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's I guess. Having seen it done a million times, like it feels a little cheesy that it's just like a, okay, looks down at yourself, fuck, yeah. you know, it's like you you have that wound and then it's like the oh what are we gonna do what are we gonna do, uh, kicking in you know we 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 see it a million times across the million shows movies games all that kind of thing there so it it felt I think by comparison a little cheesier and a little plainer mm-hmm. than uh you know falling out a wind or was it through the window well, I think or was it th- inside at least off like a balcony I think yeah in, the, in there. But, you know, it falling, getting pierced by the rebar, like, that's cool. That's cinematic. Um, it, that's hard as shit. Um, but getting stabbed by, uh, you know, the, the the broken off wooden end and, uh, you know, I, it's just not as cool. Less climactic. It's less climactic, yeah. Would have been cool. To, uh, at least uh, maybe something paying homage to it right like maybe kick some dude off a balcony <laughs> yeah oh you know what that would have been actually really cool you know just to see somebody else get sucked by the rebar so it's like we we get uh misdirected a little bit where it's like hey oh is like joel gonna get like tackled off like this balcony into the rebar now or yeah. and then you know something happens later like something that would have been cool but at the last second there's like a turn and that guy gets killed but then yeah but then joel gets stabbed by somebody else anyway. little little like head tilt of like huh and then <laughs> moving on with it yeah um, but well, kind of like how they faked you out in the first episode. Yeah, where like there was that car and they looked like they were going to get T-boned just like in the game. Yeah. But then like, then it ended up being the plane that you know fucks shit up. Yeah. Well, I, I think that was just Sony budget flex, really. 
<laughs> like I, I, I think like, that's what, what are we gonna do at T-Bone? Like, yeah. come on, let's get a plane in here. It's like, hold on, how how much is our like planned budget per episode? That much? We spent a hundred thousand dollars on a bloater costume. Let right. me tell you. All right, back, back, back the car up. We're not doing the T-Bone. Okay. <laughs> Going to your computer department, getting your computer guys. Listen, I need a plane. Okay, first of all, can it be a rocket ship? Okay, too cheesy? Too cheesy? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. okay let's okay. do a plane. Let's do a plane. <laughs> and it's going to crash down, okay? It's going to take out, like, two or three whole blocks worth of shit, okay? Can you make that happen? Uh, do you got money? <laughs> <laughs> We're Sony. We've got all the money. Where is that guy? No, it's not a guy. Oh, am I misunderstanding who Sony is? Yeah, a little bit. That's, that's probably how that conversation went. They probably shot it with the T-bone. They're like, what are we doing? Yeah. Let's throw some budget just into like, this thing. Let's throw that away. This guy, Sony, it's like, it's not a guy. No, no, sorry. It's like, you tell Sony. <laughs> Sony's not a person. It's a way of life. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm very excited to see kind of how we go into uh, the next episode. Um, you know, fleshing out a little bit of uh, Ellie's time spent of uh, panic mode, a little bit of that isolation. What do you do? Um, get some of that backstory. Um, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Every every episode that comes out, I'm excited, and as soon as I finish it, I'm excited to hear them talk about it after the episode, and after that, I'm just ready for the next episode to be up. So I haven't been uh, disappointed yet. No. So I don't plan it's to be. Good time. I don't. Well, yeah. I never <laughs> plan to be. I, I set my expectations low, though. So you know. Sure. Oh, I set mine high, and I'm still still just very hype about this. Not but, about this specifically. I just mean in general. Oh yeah. Just Life, no, always know? want to be disappointed. It's like yeah, but I'll you know I'll probably hate this, and yeah. it's like oh that was you're that either was right or you're pleasantly disappointed. You yeah. know, in the that it's better pleasantly than what you thought. Pleasantly disappointed. Yeah. That's there's just only two options. Was you have low pleasantly expectations. Pleasantly disappointing. Yeah. No, I mean you're. Uh, I don't know. All right. I know what I mean. Well, that was fun. Uh, managed to do like 51 minutes on that. So yep. that was cool. We hadn't done it in a while. And so we'll try to uh, we'll try to talk about next episode sooner. So, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, we'll but, try and uh, stay current on it. And then uh, I'm sure I'm going to have 8 billion and a half things to say uh, when we do that final episode. So yeah. uh, look forward to it. Yeah, looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, hit us on the... Twitter, the Instagram, subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, thanks for listening. Goodbye.